You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Your mic is live. Alan Jarrett. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't All right, here we go. We've reached Friday a few minutes after 5 o'clock. That was called uh, Premature Broadcastation from Al Dukes there. All right, what do you say we do this? It's a warm-up show until 6 o'clock. We've got Flegelman, we've got Nick, we've got all sorts of people here running the show. But, of course, the man, the myth, the legend, his name is Al Joey Dukes. What's up, man? Good morning, Jerry. And Mr. Boomer Siasen returns this morning. This is what I'm told. That's what I've heard. Yeah. I'm in here, uh, you know, with the various televisions on, Jerry. It's like a uh, sports bar in the studio. There's TVs tuned to all sorts of sports things. It's like a game orgy. Uh, yeah, a game orgy, exactly. Yeah. Um, but there are also like a lot of uh, infomercials and commercials that run uh, in the overnight that you wouldn't normally see throughout the day. But I'm thinking I may be coming into a lot of money. There's a commercials for uh, if you took Zantac, the medication. Ew. That uh, suits that you could uh, sue somebody. It's like, oh, did you take Zantac? I took Zantac every night for about twelve years before well, they took it off the market. So, Cha Ching, you've been dying to sue somebody. I so have get been, Jerry. Rolling. I know, hey. but these lawsuits, you always like. They try to recruit so many people, and then I end up with no money. No, you get like seventeen dollars. Yeah, I get that sometimes. It's like. You'll get like a postcard in the mail that says, oh, you were a part of this. You might be entitled to 17 cents. I will tell you this, and it's probably perfect for the week. Yeah. I think in the style of Limp Biscuit, you need to get the lawsuit rolling, rolling, rolling. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to call a lawyer up. I'm like, yeah, I saw a commercial about uh, Zantac lawsuits. Let's get that rolling, rolling, rolling. <laughs> I got a Give law- me cash, rolling, rolling, rolling. I have an attorney for you. Just say the word. <laughs> you do? I do. Oh, Jerry, if he could attack, I don't know what drug company made Zantac. One of the big ones, Merc. I'm sure. I don't know. Whoever it is, let's no get idea. their money. Get their cash. Give oh. me cash. Jerry, if I could be a Zantac millionaire, that would be so great. You just want to be a millionaire. I want to do that. I'm going to get myself checked for mesothelioma just in case because I see that commercial constantly. Did I just need a lawsuit. You know what was funny about the Met game a couple of nights ago? They were, um, Gary and I guess it was Ron that night, were doing the game from somewhere in Connecticut because it was the night... Of the concert at City Field. The Green Day concert. Yeah. Green so, Day Weezer. So they were some, I think they said they were somewhere in Connecticut. And at one point, Ron Darling says something along the lines of, like, where are we? I'm going to get black lung from this ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> to Which was funny enough. But then I give the cameraman credit, or if it was a remote camera, I don't know. They actually panned up to above them. <laughs> what, he had like a big... Um... You couldn't, you really couldn't see. A big but I, spot. You couldn't tell. But I thought it was funny that they tried to show you what he was yeah. talking. And speaking of um, infomercials, I got to tell you, now I would never get this because it's too big and I don't know how often I would use it, 
But this Emerald Lagasse uh, pasta maker looks really cool. Yeah, that to be pasta, just buy it in the store. I mean, it's, it's in a cheap. box. It's so simple. Yeah, I know, it's but cheap. There's something fun to me about being able to make your own pasta. No. That seems kind of cool. I mean, he's making vegetable pastas. That's fun. Oh, like a zucchini pasta. Yeah, it's actually pretty neat. Yeah, I've had that in a in a restaurant. Zucchini pasta. I like zucchini pasta. Yeah, you get it with a meat sauce. Not terrible. It seems like you're eating pasta. Exactly. Not terrible. And uh, you're, you're not eating the carbs, Jerry. Exactly right. This is a summer Friday. It's also a football Friday, Jerry. The uh, Hall of Fame game was last night. Yeah, Cowboys won 3 nothing. I think they lost, Jerry. No, Cowboys won 3 nothing. I think they got their butts kicked. I think the game was 3 nothing at halftime. Okay. Cowboys won 3 nothing. Because uh, you're only counting the first half? I mean, are we really worried about what Josh Dobbs did, did and they, what Cooper Rush did? Did the starters play the whole first half? Uh, starters meaning who? Like the Cowboys starters. Like Dak, Dak Prescott, Prescott play. Yeah, he didn't even make the trip. <laughs> he was like, you know what, I'm not even getting on this point. Well, he's been hurt. Oh, okay. So he didn't go. Roethlisberger was there. He didn't play. No, um, Ezekiel so, Elliott didn't play. Right, so what's the, why do we do this? Why do we do this? Uh, Got to evaluate the other guys. Yeah, like they, there were a lot of players of note, like Chase Claypool did play for the Steelers. I'm trying to think of some big names that play if there were big names. Who for the Collins Cowboys? Played, what's that? Give me some Cowboy big names. That played? Yeah. The biggest name I would tell you that played was Lael Collins, their offensive lineman, because he missed, I, I don't know if he missed all of last year, but he missed most of last year. So it was actually, he had, I think he had a hip surgery early in the season or in preseason, something like that. So I thought it was really good to get him out on the field. Uh, Dalton Schultz played starting tight end. Uh, Noah Brown, not a starting wide receiver, but one of the first guys off the bench. Yeah, I don't know any of these guys, Jerry. Yeah, you do. Come on. Not really. You don't know Noah Brown or or Dalton Schultz? Nope. You know who I know? Ezekiel Elliott, Dak Prescott. He's hurt. Amari Cooper. Well, he just got into camp. These are the guys I want to hear from. Mason Rudolph played. All right, I've heard of him. He started for the Steelers in All place right. of Ra- Oh, you know who played? Um, oh, what the hell's his name? From Washington. Dwayne Haskins played. Oh, is that right? He put. Oh. Oh, oh, oh. And the great Ben DiNucci was the second oh. quarterback in for the Cowboys. Remember Ben DiNucci when he did he get a start last year? He did in Philadelphia, and he was <laughs> atrocious. Ben DiNucci. Well, he's still on the team. Still calls himself a Cowboy quarter. In the history of the Dallas Cowboys, Jerry, he started a game. Yeah. They, well, he didn't, cool. he didn't start last night. He started pretty that cool. one game in Philly. Last night, Garrett Gilbert started. Garrett Gilbert. And he was actually pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good, a, as you would say. Uh, pretty good. Jerry, would you say his uh, performance last night was pretty good? I'd say pretty good. Tony Pollard good. played. I saw him get a carry. You know who Tony Pollard is. I have don't heard say of him. Right. I do. So there were some names yeah. of note. But, but, yeah, I mean, it is what it is. It's, it's what it was. Yeah, this is always, like, the silliest game of the preseason. Yes, be, I agree. Because it's way ahead of all the other games. What I did think was cool, though, was all the interviews they did because of the Hall of Fame weekend. Like, you know, Coach Cower, who, you know, sometimes is the most exciting, as we know. Uh, he was very good in his little interview talking about how important it is. It just some of the stuff was neat. You kind of get back into football, but you're right. In terms of the game, Cowboys won 3 nothing. My favorite player of all time, Mr. Johnny Lynch, is going into the Hall of Fame this weekend. That's right. You know, I wasn't even aware of that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You call him Johnny, huh? Johnny Lynch. Would he remember you? No. No chance. No chance. What if I said dweeby-looking guy that didn't ask a question? It would ring a bell. (laughs) I'm just kidding. 
<laughs> it would not <laughs> ring a bell. You know how many of us there are like I, that? <laughs> I should uh, I should look for, I have a photo of John Lynch when he came into a studio uh, back in my Tampa days. He came into the, the country station, which WQYK, they were the, the home of the Buccaneers. And uh, I, I took a photo with him. Of course you did, and that would be very like you to post it. It'd be very timely. I know. And I got to like, get it, though. It was like an to old— To see you with hair. Yeah, I had hair, and it was uh, it was one of those printed-out photos. Like, I'd have to scan it in. Oh, that's right, because back then we weren't taking photos on yep. our phones. Nope. Did you have—I mean, you had hair at that point. Were you chunky, like a chunky monkey, or not yet? Um, I was probably a little thicker than I am uh, today, Jerry. All right. A little thicker, thicker, like 162, or are we talking like 180? No, I was never 180. The most you- I ever was was 171. That's the most, oh, Jesus Christ. God. That was in my fat years. My fattest is 202. 202, wow. That yeah, well, be, it's not that bad, wow. Well, that has to be something when you look at the first numbers at two. I agree. It's, that's, it's, that's rough. I totally agree. It is uh, earth shattering. But when you, you personally, when you, once you hit 200 and you go on a bit of a diet, like if you're just at 202, you lose a couple pounds, you're already under. 200 pounds, like it, it feels like you've done something. You know yeah, what I mean? Except until you get down to that 190 number, you feel like a lot of it could be water weight and you could be right back there yeah. in three days. Oh, right, 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 right. You have so. one big sushi meal and then all of a sudden you're 200 pounds again. Sushi meal. I was more like a Big Mac and fries. Sushi. <laughs> exactly. Like you used to, you know, when you would drive home when you worked the overnight, yeah. you would get, um, what Roy would you get? A, a Roy Rogers burger and right. fries for the ride. Quarter pounder with cheese, sometimes with bacon as well. And Every large day. fries so that I had, an, because I was driving as far as you were, mm-hmm. um, if not slightly further. Yeah, but, you were driving further. Uh, but, but approximately, you know, about 60-something miles, I knew I had a solid 50 minutes still ahead of me. So I had to make sure that those fries lasted. Maybe I'll do that, Jerry. I hit up a Roy Rogers every day on my way home. Dude, you would love it. But then you <laughs> got to take the Lincoln Tunnel. That's the only problem. You know what you could do? You could hit Pret-a-Manger before Pret-a-Manger. you leave. Yeah, you could go and you could get yourself some chips. Yeah. And you could get yourself like a good grilled chicken wrap. A sandwich. And you just take a bite. Every time you start to feel a little tired, take a bite. Right. And then you're good. And oh, I yeah. promise you, you'll get home safely every time. Uh, you might well, gain 20 pounds. Right, exactly. But you won't be dead. Hmm. Jerry, the Mets uh, lost to the Marlins. Are we really again. talking about the stupid Mets? I mean, what are they doing? They, Jerry? So we can't, I would. Here's what I would like. What do we I would do? like all those morons that were beating me up this week yeah. about you know how you got to lay off the Mets. They're doing wonderful. No, they suck. I mean, they are watching them yesterday. I don't. And this is not. I'm not angry about it. I'm not putting them down. I'm telling you what I see. I see a boring team that has talent that is underachieving. And if you don't see that, then go get some damn glasses because this is what it is. And all of a sudden, you don't have two teams within a game and a half of you, uh, rather one team. You've got two teams. you got the Braves and the Phillies breathing down your neck. And if you go lose two out of three this weekend, you very well might find yourself in third place. So that Philly series starts tonight in Philadelphia. Yeah. Mm. Marcus Stroman on the mound for the Mets. We need a big start, Jerry. Yeah, let's just hope after the game he doesn't say, you know what, that's baseball. I'll get the next one. Listen, that's baseball. You're going to have some games where you lose some games. No, Jerry, we need a dominant performance tonight. And not only that yesterday, you know, Al, Rich Hill was, was better than I expected. You know, he gets them through five, whatever, gives up a run. Okay, fine. They even at one point, and this is how their luck is going right now, in the, I th- was it the top of the ninth or was it the top of the eighth? I, th- mm, I think it was the top of the eighth inning. Jonathan VR hits a smash down the left field line. And I know the guys aren't there, so it's really difficult. But Gary gets so excited on the TV call, and then it just goes foul. 
and then they don't score, and then you go to the bottom of the eighth, and, you know, Familia walks the first guy. Now, should have been strike three on the 3-2 pitch, no question, but once he walks the leadoff batter, you knew he was giving up at least a run, let alone three. And then the Marlins, did you see any of the ninth inning or no? Of course I did, Jerry. For real? Yeah, it was wide awake. Okay, so they give up two bases. They load, I mean, and they can't put together anything. I mean, even like, I don't know, you got Conforto up, you got Baez up, and Baez goes 0 for 5 with 5. He's flailing at pitches. I mean, good, just terrible, 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 terrible. And you're right, that Rich Hill, remember yesterday I was asking you about I was like, oh, Jerry, Rich Hill, I know him from the Rays. Is he a dominant pitcher? You go, no, he throws slow crap. He does. Oh, my gosh. Those 70 miles, he threw one curveball, I think it was 68 miles an hour yesterday, which is, listen, when you're throwing 88 and then you come back 68, I get it works, but it's like, my God, 68 miles an hour. I know I couldn't get a hit off him, but I feel like when I watch it, I might be able to. Well, if you, I will tell you this. I think if he told you the curveball was coming, like if he told you, I think if he threw you 10 of them, you'd hit a couple of them. Is that right? Yeah, I think you'd hit a couple. Knowing what's coming and knowing that it's in the 70 mile an hour range, Yes, I think you would have a chance. I don't think you'd have a prayer to hit his 90-mile-an-hour fastball, even if he told you it was coming. You realize I went hitless one season in the Little Fellows League. I do, but I, but I have also seen you um, You have it. athletic ability. So even though you sucked as a child, right. I give you more credit now as an adult. I grew into it. And you said Javi Baez, five strikeouts in five at-bats. He now, has eight guys on base. <laughs> Noted uh, Twitter follower and uh, warm-up show listener Maria Accardi on Twitter. Love her, yes. She says that uh, it was the first time since that five Ks and only five at-bats since Dave Kingman did it in 1982. Well, I do know— Is that it's, possible? It's, sure it's possible um, because there's only been a handful of Mets that have done it. They talked about it yesterday. It was Kingman, now Baez, and I'm, I'm blanking out on the other name. Dave Kingman did it in 1982. Yeah, no, no, I know. Um, He's awesome. You got to remember, though, we, we talk about three home run games. How many five strikeout games do you think there have been? Not many. Because you normally be. get four at bats. I think, uh, let's see, how many five strikeout games? In only five at bats. Because I'm sure yeah. there are dudes who struck out five times in like a 17 inning game. I suppose. That doesn't really. If that I was that ha- honestly doesn't phase me much. If I was Javi Baez, I'd be like, listen, I'm in good company. Uh, Dave Kingman. Dude See, the, used to crush you know what it. the problem is with this? Is everything that comes up is for the pitcher. Why would I be looking up five strikeouts for pitchers? That's right. not that you big of hitters, a deal. You need hitters, Jerry. Yeah, I, I'll tell you what. I'm going to look that up in the break. You're going to Google that, Jerry? I have Googled it already. I'm still trying to you find it. You want baseball reference? Uh, I am, yes. So there's a whole bunch of things here. Hopefully, I will get to it. Do you think Dave Kingman got word last night that someone else on the Mets struck out five times in five at-bats? Like, do you think someone, a buddy of his, text him and be like, hey, just heard your name on the broadcast because you also once struck out five I think times. It's, I think it's possible. I think it's very possible that someone sent him that note, yes. No, it would have been cool if Javi Baez got caught looking five times. That would have been awesome. No, it wouldn't have been. Like, even cooler. Why would that be cool? Well, if you're going to have a bad game. You're a Mets fan, are you not? I am. Big Mets fan, Jerry. Oh, my God. I mean. I'm looking forward to the series tonight with the Phillies. You're not going to watch two seconds of it. You don't know that, Jerry. No, no. It's Friday. I do know that. It's Friday. You know I like to get a beer in me, watch a little baseball, Jerry. She's not going to want to watch baseball with you on a Friday night. Baseball, Jerry, with with probably a murder mystery uh, 
I don't believe point. that. But yeah, exa- that's exactly right. You know what? You might watch the first inning. I'll give you that. I, 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 I bet you I can judge Marcus Stroman's performance based on the first inning. And if it's good, I keep watching. If it looks terrible, gone. Fair enough. All right, let's Fair take enough. a quick break. When we come back, I, I did find, I'll go through it in just a moment. I did find how many five strikeout games there have been. So I'll get to that in just a moment. Plus, we've got more of the Yankees with a big win last night. It's 518. It's the warm-up show until 6. Boomer and Geo then on the fan. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your official station to talk Jets. The Fan on 1019 FM and the Odyssey app. All right, 25 after 5. It's actually August 6th, not August 8th, as Karen Stewart just says. But what's the difference? Uh, She said it's August 8th. Yeah. Uh, She's getting us to Sunday very quickly. Uh, Real quick, so here's what I found on the, and then we'll move on. I found on the Platinum Sombrero. Uh, a six-strikeout game has never happened in a nine-inning game, so that still could be done by Javi Baez. And the best I could find was they're saying approximately two dozen people in the history of baseball have had five strikeout games, and a couple of them multiple times. Sammy Sosa has done it a few times in his career, and guess who else has done it more than once? David Kingman. Javi Baez. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so that was kind of interesting, mm-hmm. but... Not easy to find the actual number, but a couple dozen, they're saying, in the last 120-something years of Major League Baseball. I like any record that includes Dave Kingman. I mean, I am in for any story with the Dave Kingman reference yeah, no, I get it. in 2021. I mean, you don't get it often. So when you do, Jerry, you got to grab it. You've you got to like, hug it. You've got to hold on You would it. love a record with Alan Trammell because that's your oh, childhood. Yes. Speaking of my childhood, Jerry, I got some... Sad news. A rest in peace, if you will. No, oh, I don't want to hear this. This is supposed to be uplifting and fun. Yeah, but I, but a shout out to 1980s pitcher J.R. Richards. Yes. Uh, J.R. Richard. He was uh, 71 years old, pitched for the Houston Astros back when they wore those cool uniforms, Jerry, with all the multicolors going across the stomach. J.R. Richard. I didn't realize such a he was a tall fella. He was six foot eight. 450 pounds from no, Grenoble Franz? No, you're thinking of Andre the Giant, who was seven foot five, five, no, seven foot four. <laughs> you screwed it up. <laughs> 525 pounds from Grenoble Franz. Jared Richard was six foot eight and threw 100 miles an hour back when not every schmuck could throw 100 miles an hour. Yeah, 100 miles an hour means nothing anymore. Right. Like I had some, one of those rando Yankee dudes that pitched the other night. Remember when. The Yankees rolled out three brand new pitchers. Yeah, and they were all hitting 100 yeah. on the gun. The guy who looked like Evan Roberts' son was hitting 100. I was right. like, what is this? Right, it's pretty impressive. It is pretty wild. Now, he did not have a lengthy career. J.R. Richards. But I will tell you, when he did pitch, yeah. you know, the guy went out there and won games, and he threw a lot of innings. Yeah. So, I always liked him. 291 innings in 76, 267 in 77, 275, 292. Really is incredible the, and, uh, how it's changed. And he wasn't a punk like that Mike Scott. You don't think he was scuffing the baseball? No. Yeah, I don't either. But Jared Richard who knows? was a man, Jerry. He stood six foot eight, and when he got on that mound, 
I don't know how tall a mound is, but imagine adding that many inches to six foot eight. Yeah. This guy no, must look like a you. giant out there. I hear you. He did walk a lot of people. That's interesting. J.R. Richard did? Yeah. Struck out a ton, too. He had, how about this, Al? In 1978 and 1979, he led the league. And now think about baseball today. And, you know, strikeouts are up. He had over 300 strikeouts in back-to-back years. How about that? 303 and 313. Isn't that something? He probably faced Dave Kingman a bunch of times. <laughs> or Javi Baez. Or Javi Baez. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> we also lost another pro wrestler, Jerry, Bobby Eaton, who was... Yeah, uh, I was surprised you didn't do this yesterday. Who was one half of the tag team Midnight Express. He was only 62 years old. That's young. That is very young. Jerry Richard, I told you, when you get to 70... I disagree with the 70 thing, You can't okay. say they died young. All right, well, we'll talk in 15 years. <laughs> See how you're feeling. <laughs> but 62, you could say he died young. Oh, he, that's definitely young. There's that's no, young. But Boomer's 60. 62's young. Oh. I couldn't agree more. By the way, just for comparison for your guy, J.R. Richard. Yeah. So I told you back-to-back years, 303 strikeouts and then 313. By comparison, would you say Max Scherzer is a strikeout pitcher? I would say that. Max Scherzer in his 14 seasons has hit 300 strikeouts one time. See that? And it was 300 on the nose. Right. And this is an era of dudes striking Correct. out a lot. As opposed to when Richard was pitching. Right. Very different. And then let me give you one more old guy. Well, the Richard... Another guy dying? No, no, no. Not oh. dying. An old guy still alive story. Uh, Rolling Stones drummer Charlie Watts. He's 80, Jerry. And still rocking out. Is still rocking out, but is not going to go on tour with the Rolling Stones for the first time in nearly six decades. He's recovering from a medical procedure, of which they haven't given us specifics. Yeah. But Rolling Stones will be looking for a new drummer for this tour. Also says unlikely to return to the band, too. What? I'm just telling you what it says. How does an 80-year-old drum for like two and a half hours every night? Because he's in shape. That's how. I heard uh, Max Weinberg, the E Street band drummer, he says that like when he comes off stage, he has to soak his hands in ice water. I'm sure he does. Think so about what's what Charlie you're Watts doing? doing. Well, nothing now because he's got some sort of health issue. Yeah. But you know, it's a shame because you know it's you want to retire because you want to retire. You don't want to retire because of health reasons. Or because someone tells you to retire. When I listen to Rolling Stone songs, I drum pretty good on my steering wheel. I wonder if they would give me a shot. Call them. Who do I even talk to, Jerry? I don't know. You're a producer with contacts. Mick Jagger? You're the person. How old is Mick Jagger? He's, what, 75? He's going to be in his 70s, yeah. Well, I know he's in his 70s. But, I'm just wondering how. Let's see. Mick Jagger, as of today, is... Boy, he was born... Dude, he just turned 78. Mick Jagger? Holy smokes. He still moves like Jagger, as they say. I don't know that he's moving much, actually. Oh, he moves, Jerry. You think he's still moving on stage like that? Yeah, because, in fact, I saw a video recently of him practicing dancing to gear up for the tour. Like, he goes out and practices dancing. His son just got married two weeks ago. His son is uh, 65. (laughs) His son could be 23. His baby boy. His young... Right. He Actually, yeah, you're right. He had a baby... A couple years ago with a a young woman. He's got a four-year-old son. <laughs> wow. That Come is on. something, isn't it? Uh, to be 74 with a four-year-old son, that is something. Well, 78 with a four-year-old 78 son. 78 with a four-year-old. That could be you. <laughs> I'm not going to be. I'm not having a baby at 74, Why not? Jerry? Why? Why? Let's say Gina comes to her senses at some point soon and realizes it's enough. 
and you, Al Dukes, the local celebrity of Bradley Beach. Mm-hmm. It's the year 2040. 2040, okay. And you're now 68. I'm 68 just making up the numbers. 68 years old, okay. And you may, and some bathing beauty sees an old guy with binoculars yeah. staring at her on the beach. She says, you know what? And it turns her on. I'm going to go up there. I'm going to confront him. And then she is blown away by your charm and the shape you're still in. It's 68 years old. Very likely. Next thing you know, you're taking her to the coffee shop that you own at this point. Mm-hmm. Bing, bang, boom, you're pregnant. Right. Well, I would be... And you are a dad for the first time at 69. Well, I would be dead by the time the kid could cause any real trouble, so that would Why? be fine. Because you keep it, doing that. The yeah, way but, you eat and the way you take care of yourself, you might live till 110. No, I'm dying on my... You might even see that kid through college. I'm dying on my... I can't afford that, Jerry. I didn't put any money away. You got more money than God. Who are you kidding? I put money away for a kid. No, you've been putting money away so you can retire for 40 years. These kids you suck. selfish bastard. <laughs> these kids suck the money right out of you, Jerry. Uh, well, at 68, what else are you doing with your money? That's all these kids want. That's not what they money. want. Anyhow, so stick around, actually. Right. We might even still be in, doing the warm-up show, and you might need the extra cre- Well, never mind. Mm. All right, 533, more mm. than halfway home. We'll get you to Boomer and Geo coming up at the top. we got a lot to do because it's Friday. It's August 6th. That's kind of cool. And so are you here on The Fan. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The fan is on your smart speaker. Hey, Alexa. Okay, Google. Hey, Siri. To listen to the home of New York sports, just say, play WFAN. All right, 20 in front of six. What do you say? It is the warm-up show. Uh, One quick one, because I've been reading about uh, Mick Jagger now, Al, which is fascinating. So it claims, this article claims 4,000 women over his time. He's got whatever it is, seven kids, I guess, with five different women or eight kids, whatever. (laughs) So this woman he's with now is 43 years younger than him. Nice. Kid they had, cute, adorable kid. But it made me think of something driving in about old music. It's fascinating to me if you look at like, and I'm sure you're the same way, if you look at my Spotify list, I've got songs from the 50s, the 60s, the 70s, all the way up through today and every type of music. But it's amazing to me as sometimes you're flipping through uh, the channels, you'll come up with a song that you know and had no idea who sung it and realize, and I know they're called One Hit Wonders, but how many of them there are? Yes. Like I heard the one today called Different Drum by the Stone Ponies. Right, that's Linda Ronstadt. That's unbelievable because I know the song, but if you would have, literally you could have given me from now until Monday morning and I would not have left the studio. I would have never come up with that name for that band. You and I travel to the beat of a different drum, right, But I know the song. I can sing the song. And I. it's funny because as I flipped through, I saw Stone Ponies and my first thought was, oh, Al's going to the Stone Pony tonight. I don't know if you are or not, but, um, and then I'm like, I know the song. Just weird, like to how see. much music has been produced. Stone Pony, Jerry, did you mention? Keep you rolling, 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 rolling. You're going for Limp Bizkit. You're going to get tossed eat. around like a rag doll in the middle of the uh, mosh pit. While I like the idea of going to see Limp Bizkit at the Stone Pony summer stage, I probably won't make it out there. Let me put this thought in your head. Because there's probably 
I'll probably get beat up. No, 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 no. You're Al Dukes. You're not going to get beat up. I'm going to put this thought in your head. You tell me what you, you like it or spike it. Ready for this? Yeah. I give you two choices. One, you could be normal, boring, routine Al. I like it. And you, I didn't finish. Oh. And you can go to dinner at 4.15. You can have your beers, meaning two of them. Two beers. Settle in at 7.05 for Mets Phillies. By 7.12, change to your murder documentaries or murder mysteries. And you're out like a light by 8.30, probably drooling on yourself. I like where this is going, I I know you do. Or, 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 or. How about this one? Instead, you step out of your comfort zone. You take the stroll to Asbury Park. You go to the Stone Pony. You get your girlfriend with her phone to video you getting tossed around during a Limp Biscuit song in the mosh pit. Millions, not thousands, millions of views on social media. Like crowd surfing during break stuff? Al Duke's crowd surfing during break stuff or Nookie or Faith, and you're getting tossed around and spun around like a helicopter chopper, like a blade. Yeah, I most likely will go with the drooling on myself by some Millions of views, Al. Yeah, I don't know. Jerry, uh, Jerry, I'm not a, I'm not looking for attention. <laughs> yes, you I'm are. I'm not that kind of person. <laughs> yes, you are. All right, so you'd be out for that. Yeah, huh? I'd be out for that. I'm disappointed. I thought you would have taken that. Mm. I was just looking on Twitter, Jerry. Rob Tonelli's got a great point. He's uh, just on a Twitter fella. He says, "I'd like to know how a team gets through their lineup enough times for a guy, Javi Baez, to strike out five times but only score two runs." Well, that's a you, great question. No, it's not. If you watch the game. What happened? They left the bases loaded in the first inning. Mm-hmm. They left the bases loaded in the second or third inning. They left the bases loaded in the ninth inning. They were horrendous with guys on base. Oh, they actually, had, he hashtagged, hashtag 15 guys on base. Yeah, they Al, when I tell you, they had chances to score 100 runs yesterday, and they no one could hit. It was really amazing. They'd get on base. They could not get a base hit when needed. I mean, the last inning, the Marlins make two errors in between, um, you know, Baez striking out five times. And the Mets, I mean, they got one run in, but they did nothing. Nothing. It was all, it really was, it was painful to watch. You did nothing. I think Baez, if I'm not mistaken, got up in the first, third, fifth, seventh, and ninth. <laughs> I'm serious. I, I'm pretty sure. It was very. I'm. I'm. I might be wrong on that, but I'm pretty sure he got up every second inning. Listen, that's baseball, Jerry. Sometimes you strike out five times. No, actually, you don't strike out five times. You shouldn't. That's. Happens. It's ridiculous. Happens occasionally. Every once every. Yeah, you know. twenty-five times in one hundred and twenty years. <laughs> happens once every forty seasons. I oh, mean, it happens. Jesus, here. really hard. It was really bad. I, there's nothing else to say. It was really. It was a terrible, terrible game. And a bad. They lost. You know, it's funny. People were sitting there saying after the Yankees won all three from the Marlins, yeah, you know, it's the Marlins. What do you expect? Well, I don't know. The Marlins just won three out of four from the Mets. And every Met fan has hung their hat on, you know, they're still in the first place. Great. Good. That and a dollar gets you a dollar. Keep playing crappy baseball. You'll be in third place real quick. Right. Only a half a game right now, Jerry. Just terrible. Terrible, terrible, terrible. Cool story involving the Astros, Alex Bregman. I didn't see this. I thought you were going to go Joey Gallo, but that's uh-huh. cool. I Alex- almost did, and then I was like, you know what? This is a feel-good story, Jerry. Alex Bregman was um, driving to the Astros game and saw a motorist stranded on the side of the road with a broken-down car. 
and the motorist was wearing an Alex Bregman jersey. That is very cool. And he pulled over and helped the guy. All right, I have a serious question for yeah, you. Yeah, that is cool. 3.30 in the morning. All right. Okay. Yes. You're in, sl- I'll say slow traffic because you need some time to react and see the shirt. Right. You are on the BQE. Okay. I'm sorry, the Gowanus. Let's Gowanus. make it even better. The Gowanus. I don't even know where that is, but all right, You Jerry. drive it every day. It's the first thing you're on when you get over the Verrazano Bridge. I swear I have no idea that's the Gowanus. That's the Gowanus. No idea. Like, if I heard a traffic report before I went to work and it said, do not go on the Gowanus. You'd be like, damn, feels bad for those people yeah. as you're about to get onto the Gowanus. <laughs> I would have no idea. And, and if I'm wrong, then that's what I thought it's been for, you know, 40 years. But I'm that's the Gowanus. The Gowanus. Yeah. So here we go. You see the sign. Mm-hmm. Disabled vehicle ahead, slow down. Right. Traffic slows to like 10 miles an hour. And as you're passing this fella, 3.30 in the morning, because that's when you go to work, you see the hazards and the car stalled in the right lane. Cars going around them. As he turns, your eyes lock, and you see he is wearing a buzz or no buzz Mm t-shirt. Do you stop to help the man? I do. Really? Yeah, I'm stopping. Because I know he's a good person. He's wearing a Buzz No Buzz t-shirt. Wow. So you think the only people that have purchased our stuff are good people. I yes. like that. Absolutely, You're Jerry. You're turning over a new leaf. Yeah. Only good people have purchased Buzz No Buzz t-shirt on the FAN shop. All right. Now, anybody that wants to get it, Al, now you know how to dupe them. Do not be a serial killer <laughs> that buys a Buzz or No Buzz t-shirt, then lures me uh, into a side of the road <laughs> thing, and then you murder me. Do not do that. Oh, it's funny. And that's kind of cool, the Bregman story. Though. Yeah, that, that is, is a cool story, Jerry. That would be like you stopping for the Buzz No Buzz guy. Exactly. Now, cool. I saw a headline yesterday, and unfortunately, I read the rest of the article, and it kind of killed the what the headline was going to be. You'll remember uh, a couple weeks ago, Deion Sanders said that he wants to be referred to as coach by the media and that yes. they should not call him Dion. I cannot believe this was a story yesterday, so go ahead. They should not call him primetime. They should call him coach. Right, which is ridiculous, but and okay. At, at the time, my reaction was the only people I'm calling coach would, would be intimidating guys. Coach Cower, I would call coach. And I said at the time that Joe Judge... Seemed like he had some soft facial features, and I didn't feel intimidated by him, and I would not call him coach. Well, it went around yesterday that Jason Garrett told the media that they should call him coach. Sort of. Sort of, exactly. Once I dug into the article, Jerry, he wasn't really saying that. No, of course. First of all, Jason Garrett's been called Jason at press conferences his entire career. Right, but I I thought he was like, you know what? Time for some respect. No. I've been doing this a long time. Nope. Call me coach. No, that, that was at the first of all, it was when the press conference was over, number one. It was as he was walking away and smiling. I mean, come on. The whole time, I was blown away. You know, like Evan, for instance, and I usually agree with Evan on this take. Like, we do assume things in this business, even though we don't know what the real answer is. And Craig was saying, listen, I know Jason Garrett was joking around because I know Jason Garrett and he's met him a few times. I'm with him on this one from the standpoint he hasn't of met Jason Garrett. I think that's what he said yesterday, didn't he? I think he said that yesterday. Maybe he did. Maybe I'm making that up. My point is Maybe he's making it up. Having watched a thousand Jason Garrett press conferences, he couldn't be friendlier. They always call him Jason. And it's always a friendly back and forth. It was at the very end, and even you even hear a reporter say, Oh, he's going Dion on us. Ha ha ha. I mean, come on. The whole thing was silly. It was silly, but it, it was a, every 
sports media outlet covered it. All right. So since you just read a headline, I'm gonna I'm gonna read a couple for you real quick. <laughs> headlines without reading this the story. Is, yes. All right. I mean, this is just this is where we're at right now. Uh, disturbing video shows woman casually shoot victim dead on crowded New York City street. All right. That's lovely. Welcome to New York. Now this one. Would you like to have your photo captioned in this headline? Meet the heartless woman who has even more enemies in Albany than Andrew Cuomo. <laughs> is she smiling in her photo? Uh, no. She's smirking. Mm. I mean, it, some of these are just... I, I read those two this morning. I'm like, I got to bring these to Al because it's just... It's like the state of the times we're in. I'm like, yeah, that's where we're God. at, Jerry. And you see what's going on with Spirit Airlines? What are they doing? They've canceled hundreds of flights. They're continuing to cancel flights today, and they are causing uproars in airports. Why are they... they- they can't staff their flights. Oh. Yeah, it's a problem. It's really, it's a big problem. I'd heard some airlines were canceling flights because of the price of gasoline or something. Could, well, that could be part of it. I mean, they're having trouble staffing. Maybe the flights cost too much. I don't know. I'm not really sure. But uh, I did see, I know we got to take a break. I did see some quotes, though, from this. I think it was the CEO who said they hope that they're turning a corner. But it's been rough. It's they need really any uh, pilots? I used to play Flight Simulator on Commodore 64. I could probably fly a plane at this point. All right, quick break. When we come back, we'll wrap things up. I will talk to the pilot for uh, one more segment, then Boomer joins Geo here on The Fan. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. Right, we do have a couple more minutes till we get you to the top. Boomer and Geo on a summer Friday for sure. One week away from the boat party. Yankees won. Good win. Joey Gallo. Big night. About time. And the Mets, ugh, terrible yet again. Al. Jerry, we uh, mentioned. The Cowboys won 3-0. We uh, mentioned earlier that uh, that J.R. Richard, former Houston Astro pitcher, passed away. Uh, Milton on Twitter wrote to me and told me that at one point, J.R. Richard threw, threw three straight complete game shutouts. Yeah, why is that surprising? That's a dominant performance, Jerry. Well, yeah, he's in the Astros Hall of Fame. Oh, he is. Yeah, I mean, if you think about, you know, pitchers in the 30s and 40s and 50s and 60s, they made they made thirty five I don't even know how many start thirty five starts routinely every year, and they pitched the entire game. So to have three yeah, but straight this was shutouts, the nineteen eighties, Jerry, nineteen uh, seventies. Mm. I think he finished in nineteen eighty. Oh, I feel like he put, he pitched in the eighties. So I got to go back and Google. Uh, no, I think hmm, I'll tell you right now. Google I have it, I actually have it right here. Jerry, did you see we won gold in a in beach volleyball? His last year was nineteen eighty. Oh, okay. Uh, yes, I did. We Alex, dominant. Was it Alex Kleinman and I forget their names, but yes. Yeah, we crush all these Ooh. other countries in beach volleyball, Jerry. That's what we do. That's right. That's a good that's a good thing. You heard of the dream team in basketball? This is beach volleyball. I mean, I know a lot of these other countries don't have beaches, so they probably are not good at beach volleyball. We've got beaches. These girls probably came from New Jersey. They Jersey beat Shore. Serbia. Serbia? They probably Serbia. don't have beaches there. But they no beat- matter, Jerry. We'll still take it. Yeah. Well, it's still gold medals. Well, I take that back. So that's the U.S. women's volleyball team that beat Serbia. 
and no, they're are, going to the final. Apparently, these are beach volleyball girls. No, no, I'm no I know, about. I know. I'm, I, I, that's why I was getting confused. I was looking at the headline as you were telling me. I wish these girls would go on tour. I'd love to see them play beach volleyball. Let me get their names right, though. Bradley Hold on. Beach. April Ross and Alex mm-hmm. Kleinman. Yep. So that's great. Where do you think they're from? You think they're from L.A.? We're from L.A. Or do you think they're from Miami? I'm gonna go L.A. Uh, or California, the West Coast, Jerry. April Ross is from Newport Beach, California. Knew it. See, look at you. You're like a... I know my Alex. girls' beach volleyball, Jerry. Alex Kleinman is from la ti la da does not say. Hmm. Well, well, how does it not stinks. say where she's from? Well, that stinks, Jerry. Uh, good news for Boomer Esiason. I'm Boomer Esiason. He loves the Oreo cookies. I saw that over there Who at... Doesn't? Uh, at the American Dream. Uh, she's from Manhattan Beach as well, uh, California. Two California girls. Yes. In uh, the the American Dream Mall in East Rutherford, Oreo just opened their first ever Oreo Cafe. Oh, that sounds fun. Oh, yeah. Are you? A, do you like the Oreo Thins? Um, no, I like the cream. <laughs> I'm glad you do. I don't want a thin, Jerry. I want the cream. The yeah, double I can't sp- wait to go. Ugh. You don't want to go to American Dream, sir? Uh, no, sorry. How about this? We'll go. We'll go to the water park, the indoor water park yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, we'll go. WFAN and WFAN FM, New York and Odyssey Station.